Welcome to C3 Church Tugra. You're about to hear a great message from one of our guest speakers. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. Psalm 1. I just want to minister to you and I want to preach to you. I don't think I'm a preacher, I'm more of a friend. And I just want to impart something to you about blessing. Something that I've really learned how to be blessed. Who'd like to know how to be blessed? How to, and, and this is what I really want to share with you. I mean, not preach like that, I want to just help you. Is that cool? And so, just let's read this. In Psalm 1, it says this, and I love this. It says, blessed. <laughs> you think, blessed. Let's just, let's just sit there and absorb that for a minute. <laughs> blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the paths of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. And he shall be like a, plant, a tree planted by the rivers of water, who brings forth its fruit in its season, and whose leaf shall never wither. Just say never. never. And whatever he does, Andrew, shall prosper. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in judgment, nor the sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly will perish. I just want to just really share with you this, is that, uh, let me talk about what blessing is. Blessing there means being joyful, being happy. Blessing is far greater than stuff. Blessing is actually an internal spiritual condition. It's the atmosphere that you create in your heart that Jesus made available to you. Who knows that Jesus is blessed? Who thinks Jesus is blessed? Please show your hands, otherwise that's, you're all awake. <laughs> is, is this, is so, and let me tell you this, everything that's true about Jesus is true about you. Everything, everything that's true about Jesus is true about you. If you believe in he made Jesus your Lord and Savior and he lives inside of you, anyone here done that? Six kids did that? Well, 10 kids did that. Eight kids did on that. It's like Proverbs. There were seven things. No, wait a minute, there's eight. Isn't it funny, the wisest man in the whole world cannot count. <laughs> it's, 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 everything that's true about Jesus, you've got to get this, everything that's true about Jesus, right, everything that's true about Jesus right now, right now in this moment, is true about you. Doesn't matter what you've done, doesn't matter what condition you came into this room, doesn't matter, because it's not conditional to you. It's all about what he did on the cross. Moreover, what he did in the tomb. And now, everything that's true about Jesus is true about you. And blessing is learning on a continual moment-by-moment experience of how blessed you are. I want to share with you not how to get blessed, but actually for you to go on a journey of discovering how blessed you are by your birthright. It's not earned, it's not given. It, it's not wages, as, as in uh, Romans, it's all about this. You don't earn blessing. 
It's not about getting the 10 principles right. That's junk. That's religion. I'm sorry for the 10 point. You're not doing 10 points next Sunday, are you? Yeah, I'll just stuff that on you, I'll tell you. <laughs> it's not that. It's, it's understanding who you are. Do you know, I, I was, uh, uh, saw an article many months ago when once the two princes are, uh, what are they called? Harry and William, that's them, were in Hollywood at an event and they said stars, movie stars and the who's who celebrities were starstruck. They were starstruck in the presence of these two princes because you must understand something. See, they're the real deal. They've had publicity. They were on the front pages of Women's Weekly and all those magazines that you have to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to try and get that sort of press as a, as a bump. As soon as one of their mum was pregnant with them, it was worldwide news. True? Those movie stars have to do crazy stuff to get on the front page of magazines. Is that true? They get it because of birth. That's why Jesus says, unless you get born again, you'll never enter. You won't even see the kingdom. Our blessing is our birthright. It's not, you've got to get this, it's not earned. You've got to know who you are. Once you discover where you are and you get that and you start to follow along like this, because you could so read this psalm and think, all right, okay, I need to start on my Bible. Let me tell you something. I've worked with Christians for 50 years now, and believe me, and I'm going to say this, Bible memorizing doesn't bring blessing. Identity does. Knowing who you are in Jesus does. You've got to get that. The Bible, you know your Bible, is awesome because it will, it will show you what your rights are as a born-again believer. It will show you how to be blessed and how to be cursed. Come on now. See, if you're blessed, you can be an absolute, I'm not looking at anyone, idiot. <laughs> Front row. You can be a klutz. You can be a dope. You can be uneducated, ungifted. You could know nothing but be blessed. You could make a dumb decision and work out for you. You could buy a car that someone is trying to, you know, has... And I've seen this happen, where, you know, they've bought a car that you think, oh, my goodness, what would you buy that for? It's, you know, it's had sawdust in the diff. It's had all sorts of stuff to mask what's wrong with it. But because the person's blessed, they get 100,000 kilometres out of it. And they drew. And I've seen guys that, that, you know, try to write all the right things and make all the right decisions, do all the right investments and try and get all their ducks in a row and they do all the research and they do it and they make actually really smart decisions and go broke. See, that should be a whole lot of rest on you right now. You can understand that when you're blessed, that even your enemies... Whatever, whenever they do their enemy stuff at you, whatever enemies do, <laughs> bad things, their, all their plans and their schemes, whatever plans they have, always work for you. You can understand that. Because otherwise you're going to run around fearful of what other people will do or won't do for you. 
and be, oh, you know, if only, and we think, so many Christians, I deal with pastors all the time, what people have done or haven't done for them. But you've got to understand this, that you, you, you think the most significant person in Jesus' world was Judas. Judas opened up the, the whole chain of events for the most significant thing that Jesus had to do. Now, we look at that suffering, but Jesus, the Bible says in Ephesians, that Jesus looked at the cross with all joy, blessing. He looked at the cross as a blessing because he knew once he went through that, he'd get you. You can understand that people that betray you or leave you or do whatever they're doing or try to rip you off or doing it, they're promoting you. You, can under, you must understand that. And the principle is throughout the Bible. Joseph is blessed. His brothers sell him. They sell him to a place where he gets promoted. He gets falsely accused of rape. Big charge. But he gets thrown in jail. And guess what? He gets promoted. Is it true? No matter, no matter, what, it, no matter what people tried to do to him, it would, be, it would just line up. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> now, we look at that. But see, we look at it. You know, Joseph didn't know that, but. He didn't know that. But the thing is what... It wasn't he smart, it was, oh, he was gifted, yeah, he was good looking, yeah. But the thing was when he was blessed, when there's plenty of good looking people that are broke, there's plenty of gifted people that are nowhere. But Jesus blessing you, you, you taking on who Jesus is and letting Jesus be the center of your world and just letting him bless you and learning how to live that, not out of striving, but out of receiving See, faith, who's heard faith is like a muscle? Man, I'm going down a tangent now. This is not the message. Help me, Jesus, what have you done? Faith, faith does not come by effort. Faith comes by hearing, yes. <laughs> Let's just answer it with the Bible, okay, not your opinion. I don't care what your opinion is. I love you, but your opinion... It's not the Bible. <laughs> you hear those crazy Bible studies, you know, and they make the, the they get a Bible in the middle and they make the Bible subject to the group. Right. Mm. <laughs> or you home group leaders, let me tell you something right up right now. The group is subject to the Word of God. No denomination or anything, you know, where all those stuff happens. What in the world am I preaching this for? I don't know, anyway, <laughs> I feel ADD. <laughs> Is that we need to learn to be subject to what God says. That's when it talks about blessed is a man, what? Who meditates on his word. And let me tell you, that word is what he is, your revelation of him. The word is far greater than letters on a page. The word of God is a person. The Gospel of John says. It's the Word become flesh. Jesus is your answer. And your Bible, as wonderful it is, without Jesus will kill you, destroy you, make you feel like the worst person on the face of the earth. But with Jesus, it will open up the blessing of God to you that you already have as an inheritance. You're not trying to get it. You're just learning how blessed you are. See, one in three people, one in three Christians don't think they're blessed. And I'll prove it to you. 
Just look to the person on either side of you. Now look how blessed they are. So that person... See, we think it works for everybody else but us, but it's not. That's a lie. It's a lie. It's not true. God's, God's blessing is on us. Blessed is the man who doesn't, doesn't walk like other people walk, doesn't stand with other people. It's all about where you walk, you stand, and you sit. It's all about who you listen to, who you relate to, what you meditate on, who, who, who you're connected to. Now, fellowship is amazing, and I'm into fellowship. But I tell you what, it will never replace Jesus. It will never replace. You know, there are some Christians that, you know, you actually need fellowship. <laughs> you need that because that's actually how Jesus speaks to you. But some of you need quiet. You need to time where God, where there's no distractions and, no, and you can just sit and let God speak deeply to your heart. Others of you connect when God gives you a project or a promise or a goal. You know that's God. You know that's God. You know that's God. That's you. That's you. That's you. And that's Beanie Boy here. In fact, you're... You, Andrew said, oh, you can give words to people. I said, I'm going to give words anyway. <laughs> but you are, is this your wife? Not yet. Anyway, you just, you miss out. But you're heading into a new season, darling. You all get excited about that. You're heading into a new season, a whole new season, a whole new thing God has set out for you. And it's that, it's been burning in you for a while. You need to step into that in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, what was I saying? <laughs> See, it's about who we relate to and how we connect with God. See, when we realize how blessed we are and we go forward in what, how God wants to participate in our world, who knows that God actually wants to partner with us? God doesn't withhold any good thing, Romans says. God doesn't withhold it. It's all out there available to us. But I found this, you know what? Each and every one of us have our own path. We're amazingly unique. Amazingly unique. That's part of the great part of what God is showing me over and over again. Even discipling people and discipling pastors and church leaders, there's no one discipleship course fits everyone because I know this I actually believe that God wants to bless each and every one of you uniquely for you do you know what I mean for you what really flicks your switch what would really bring joy to your heart God has that for you God has put that in you to actually cause you to connect with him at a very deep level to bring great blessing. See, the path and the plan that God has for you is uniquely yours, and it cannot be compared with anyone else's. That's why if you follow after someone else, 
won't work for you. The blessing isn't there for you if you follow it. Now, we have leaders and all those sort of things, but let me tell you something. Your leaders are trying to encourage you to get on after what God has for you. Not for you to all be little Phil's and little Julie's, as awesome as that would be. But then we miss out on you being you and what you bring to the table and what you have and the blessing that you are and what you bring when you bring blessing, when you bring the testimony of what God has done for you so that God can, and you, the one thing, see, blessing is addictive and it's contagious is that once you step into this and find out who you really are and how blessed you are, it creates a virus around you. You start to become contagious. And this is the one thing I want to share with you and then I want to minister to some people. Is that cool? If there's anything I could tell you on how to be blessed, the kingdom of God is technologically, oh wow, I got that out. Advanced. It's advanced. It was advanced way before electronics, the internet, before any of that stuff happened. We're only now starting to think of the possibilities of how this could happen in now our technological age, but yet the Bible had it the whole time, and the kingdom of God has worked on this forever and a day, and it's this it's voice activated. You just say it. You say it, self. Your internal voice. Because you know what? I could bless you, which I do, bless you. (laughs) But you know what? If, If we're incapable because of our identity, our insecurities, our unbelief, God could pour it all upon me. But because of my inability to accept it, I miss out. Can you see it? And that's why I couldn't encourage you more than anything else is to just deal with your stuff. Deal with your insecurities. (laughs) Hey, I know what it's like to have a hot wife and everybody gives her attention. Like pastor rung me and go, now Murray, I hear about you, I know, I don't, but I just cannot place you. Like, who are you? I hear your name, but I don't know who you are. I go, oh, you know who I am. You've seen me at conferences and things. I'm the guy with a really hot blonde wife that looks like I'm getting chemo. <laughs> uh, and every time, without fail, they go, I know who you are. <laughs> you talk about dealing with insecurities, I had to deal with that for a long time. You have to learn how to deal with your insecurities. You have to learn how to do that. But what's great about that is the whole time is that, you know what? Blessing is still just there, waiting, there. But God's helping you. God's helping you even right now. Blessing you, helping you, loving you, being kind to you, being patient with you. God isn't up there frustrated with you, angry with you, keeping a list about you. He's patient and kind and generous and full of excitement for you. God is expectant for you even today, about today. 
Not about tomorrow, about now. God is excited about now for you. Because blessed is now. See, if blessing is all about your external stuff, very insecure. But, you know, if it's based on what you have, well, that can go overnight. Based in your health or your good looks, that can go. If it's based in your relationships, they'll leave. But when you realise that blessing is an internal thing, it makes you bulletproof. There's nothing more dangerous than a, peop- than a person that isn't a people pleaser, that doesn't live for people. When you don't live for peoples, you're a very dangerous person, especially as a minister of the gospel. If you're needing people's approval and you need their blessing, you're going to cut yourself way off from the take it from you because you are blessed. I just feel like this again. You know, if you're blessed, I'm not saying make dumb mistakes just to find out what happens. I'm just saying, well, in our humanity, but who knows that God is greater than that? That we, we operate out of so much fear and fear is not our environment. Fear is not what we should be relating to. Fear isn't where we make decisions from, isn't where we lead from, isn't where we invest from, isn't where we pray from, isn't where we serve from. We don't do anything out of fear as a believer. We do everything out of the total opposite, which is love. (laughs) Yeah, I got you there, because you all thought it was faith. No, the opposite of fear is love. Perfect love casts out all fear. See, the, the reason why you fear, the reason why you're anxious, the reason why you're even listening to this and going, is this, this sounds so good and it's kind of stirring my heart. But the reason why sometimes we fear, we get anxious, while we get depressed, while we're on medication and I'm sure there's people in here and I'm not judging you at all, but I'm here to give you the good news. The reason why we struggle so much with negativity, with unbelief, while we go through all those, do you know why that is? You know, let me tell you, one big group counselling session with Dr. Muzz. <laughs> this is the answer, the answer why we struggle, the answer why we can't sometimes give and be generous, even though we read our Bible and we, we can't step into those things that we know we should, why we can't do all the things or be participated in anything, why we can't serve, why we can't give, why we can't be all that we really know that God has for us. You know why that is? You know what the answer to all of those phobias and fears and anxieties and, and things that take us down in a big spiral? Who's been on the spiral and knows what I'm talking about? What leads us into addiction? What leads us into coping mechanisms? What leads us into all sorts of traps and booby traps and all sorts of nasty things that get us addicted and, and into craziness? Do you know why, that, why we end up in all of that? Because we just don't know how much Jesus loves us. See, when you live every day realising that you're blessed, because Jesus loves you, just turn to that person beside you and tell them, Jesus loves you, you know. Jesus really loves you. Loves you, he loves you, he loves you, he loves you. Jesus loves you. 
So why don't you just get on with just being loved? The rest of it is a waste of time. The rest of whatever else you're doing emotionally or mentally is the complete and absolute waste of energy and time. Get on with being blessed. The best, I think, way of worshipping God is to live free. <laughs> to live free. To live free of fear, to live free of anxiety, to live free of people. No, I'm not, are you hearing me when I say that? I'm not saying we hate people or you don't need people in a certain sense. We love people and respect people. But having their approval, their acceptance as the, I need that and I'm not happy, joyful, unless I get people's approval, you're cutting yourself way off. Because you'll never be able to serve God when you're like that. You'll never like you. Mm. you start to move in this and start to step into this and people struggle. But I know that God just wants to help some people. Is that cool? Turn the person aside and say, you needed that. <laughs> Darling, what's your name? Cassie. Cassie. What a powerful person you are. Cassie, you're an evangelist in Jesus' name. Put your hand over your heart. Cassie, say this after me. Cassie is a evangelist. Amen. <laughs> so how many people have you led to the Lord this week? <laughs> Not yet, but there's going to be hundreds. There's literally going to be hundreds. Hundreds upon hundreds. In fact, you're going to start on a, I literally see it's like this pump. and you, Even my words now have poured something down into your spirit right now, the pump's now primed to go. And you'll see supernatural, it's just going to flow out of you. You'll talk to people, you'll come across people, you'll bring them to church, you'll do whatever it takes. Not duct tape and cable ties type thing, but, <laughs> but you will bring people and they're going to get saved. Heaven help hell from now on. From Cassie, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Jesus loves Evan. <laughs> How many words? You must get words heaps, do you? <laughs> I'll ask you why. Does he? Sometimes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was the best day's work you ever did, son. Mary and her, I tell you. <laughs> Reasons why you get lots of words is that God's kind of creating you a prophetic edge, a real insightfulness into the situations that people face. And I believe that this, Evan, you're gonna speak over situations that are gonna change miraculously. See, the great thing about this, and some of now what I'm seeing, and Susie will probably say, she wants to jump up too, jump up, if you want to, um, is that I wanna give you this heads up. When I'm prophesying over people, it's corporate. I've found this out. That don't think that what I say to an individual is for them. I've found this out by testimony that it's like, if I'm saying it and you grab it, go for it. Because how many prophetic words are in the Bible and we claim those for us? True, can you see how this thing works? Amen, and you're gonna change things. God is really with both of your mouths, big time. And see, the big part about blessing is, is that when I'm, and I prayed for a pastor the other week at a meeting and he'd been waiting on God for this. And it was like it started. You remember in the Old Testament, it was like there was Abraham, Isaac, 
and Jacob and then Joseph and then the brothers and the whole Israel just took off. But what was amazing, and then you had the, the prophets and then you had the priests, or you had the priests, then you had the prophets and then you had the kings. And it, all this time was that there was someone there that could bless. There was someone there that could bring unmerited favour upon a person by what they fall into a place of blessing, but to be a blessing. Come on, to be the blessing, to be the one that releases it, Evan. To the, you know, when you realise, imagine it, if all of a sudden you get the reputation, if someone, if you pray for someone, they're blessed. That, you know, you get a guy coming, you know what, I was struggling and then, you know, this guy from C3 Church come and he prayed for me and then all of a sudden, you ever heard people that say, you ever heard this expression, all hell broke loose in my world? Ever heard people say that? Well, I'm going to bring out a new saying, all heaven breaks loose. Imagine that. Oh man, I was struggling and all of a sudden it was like all heaven broke loose. Like even the dog smells good now. Like the lawn seems to mow itself. It's like the car don't break down. The washing machine seems to work. The cat's good. Wife's pregnant. Don't know how that happens. She's happy. She just whistles her way, sings through the house, cleaning up, looking up. My kids have gotten into shape. They've been respectful. They've been polite. They're doing their work. They're going to school. They've changed friends. I don't know how it happened. All of a sudden, it's a blessing. We used to have these aches and pains. And the good thing, they just gone. It's like everywhere I go, people just want to help me. People step aside so I can join the line. People pay for me for stuff. People I don't know, I go into a supermarket and all of a sudden I've got this big bow of roast and the bloke after me says, oh mate, let me just pay for that. I don't know what happened. All I don't know is that Andrew prayed for me and my world changed. See, this is what I believe God has for us as believers. To not just be, you know, oh bless me God. No, no, you have that. And from now on in Jesus' name until you go to be in heaven, go to be in heaven, you're going to discover how blessed you are and that God's got you. God's got you. He's got it. Whatever the issue is, God's got it. Leave him with it. He's got it. Don't let it get you focused. Don't let it get you off, offset. Focus on Jesus and being the blessing for people. See the gold in situations. Point it out and pray over it and watch God do something. Come on. Release blessing over people. I'll tell you what, that's a way of being blessed. In Jesus' name. But how about you stand your feet? Who knows you're blessed this morning? Just blessed. Isn't that good to know? No matter what the devil's, isn't that amazing? The devil's trying to cook up a scheme right now to get you. And we've just made it so that whatever he does is all of a sudden going to backfire. It's going to backfire on him. It's like the hand grenade's going to go off in his hand. I literally see that. I literally see that like God releasing such blessing over you as a church, as individuals, as ministries. It's like this whole shift. I actually saw this last night and I just remembered to share it. It's like you're going along like laying bricks in a line and all of a sudden there's this dog leg and a shift. 
to expand and make bigger, to actually go onto a new road, a freeway, from a track, from a one-lane street to a freeway. God's going to cause tremendous favour, supernatural favour and blessing to flow, not only to this house, but from this house and for this house in Jesus' name. hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3talgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.